It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I talk about love, I talk about romance, I get your love story, and then we're going to answer your questions. Before I start the show, I just want to uh, give you the result of this poll I put on my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio. The question I had for you was Have you ever dated more than one person at a time? Guess what the numbers are. 50% of the people said yes, and 50% said, I don't got time for that. And let me tell you, if we asked that same question in France, most would have said no, because after the first French kiss, the exclusivity is sealed. Yeah, that's how it goes back there. Any questions you have for me, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationships, just call me. Corinne, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. Bonjour. What's going on? Um, okay, so I just turned 30 this year. Okay. And um, I'm a serious relationship kind of person. Like, I always had a serious relationship or I was single. I okay. don't really date around. I don't really bounce around and, you know, date different people. That's, I just feel like when you feel something, you feel something. I believe in chemistry. I don't think it's something you can create. I, I think it's something that you feel from the start. And for the past two years, it just hasn't happened for me. I haven't felt anything with anyone. And uh, I wasn't going to force it. I wasn't going to go out and sign up for all these online dating um, sites and everything and mm-hmm. just, like, try to meet. Because I meet a lot of people at my, my regular life anyway. Sure. My job and to friends all the time. So I just feel like if I met somebody and I felt it, then I would try to date them. But I'm not going to, like, force it. But now that I turned 30... And I've been single for the past two years and haven't met anybody. And I'm just starting to worry because it's very important for me to have kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to feel like, well, I'd have to meet somebody very soon if I want to have kids. Otherwise, it might be too late. Sure. So you, are you wondering if you should go online dating or you're wondering? Yes. I'm wondering if I should go uh, pursue a relationship, like actively go look for one, sign up for online dating, tell all my friends to set me up with people. Or if I should just okay. let it happen naturally like I have in the past. I understand. All right, Corinne. So here's the thing. Online dating is nothing more having your profile on than, you know, increasing the chance of just going on dates. Uh, there's no guarantee you're going to find a husband. Uh, but there is there is a sure guarantee if you don't put your profile out there that whoever is on the other side of the website behind a screen will never see you. So why don't we put it out there and then um, you just go casually. Just, you know, uh, if somebody you like and he likes you guys, go for coffee and, and or a drink somewhere and a very public place. And that's how it goes. I think you should. I think you should. You told me, you know, you really want kids. You want to get married. Yeah. Well, it just increase your chances. That's all. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Okay. So go for it, Corinne. Don't be afraid of the unknown. You got nothing to okay. lose. Okay. Thank uh, you so much, Simon. You're most welcome and good luck to you. Thank you. Have a good night. I got to go to my email because somebody needs my help translating something about the language of love. That's next. If you have a question but you can't dial in the show, always remember, you can email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha, what is the question tonight? All right, so this question comes from Jessica that says, I told the guy that I've been dating for almost a year that I love him earlier tonight for the first time, and he said, aw, thank you. You said what? Like, literally, that was it. That's what. That's all that he said. I'm at his place and I can't stop thinking about it. And I don't know if I should ask him how he feels or just drop it and never bring it up again. Please help. I really like him and I'm worried that I ruined everything. So basically, if 
you with your partner and you say first, I love you, and they say thank you, you want to know what it means? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. Let's say you're in a relationship and let's say you say, I love you first to your partner. I love you. And your partner answers, oh, thank you. How would you feel? I mean, that's what Jessica emailed me about. That's what exactly happened to her. She went for the L word first and then his answer was, oh, thank you. And then she's asking me, what do you think? Jessica, if you say I love you first to someone and they don't immediately say I love you too, they're not in love with you. It's not against you. It's just the timing is off. He is not in love with you right now. Maybe later, but right now he's not. So the best thing you can do is step back, because I know it's like a heartbreak to get that, and just have a conversation about it later on. But don't think a man who says to you, oh, thank you, means I love you too. It doesn't. There's only three words that means I love you, and it is I love you. So sorry about this bad news, but now you know. Any questions, 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. And in English, of course, 855-905-8255. You have a question for me. Leandra, bonjour. Bonjour, Bonjour, Leandra. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's up tonight? Um, I just had a question. Um, I've been going out with this gentleman for um, probably about a month and a half. We've seen each other maybe once a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, probably about five dates. We just went on the fifth date last night. And I just, we're not really getting to the point where he's invited me back to his house or we've even had any kind of chatting about maybe, you know, getting to the bedroom at some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of just wondering when I start approaching it because it's definitely something I'm curious about. Oh, that's a great question. So let me ask you this. Did you at least kiss him? You guys kissed? Yes. Yes, we have. Okay. Did you guys made out? Uh-huh. Okay. So um, maybe the guy's a bit shy. I would give him one more date. Um, and then you could say, hey, why don't you and then bring him to your house. Say, listen, why don't we go watch a movie at my house, or a Netflix series or any reason, right? Because I think we're going to figure out really quickly. If he says, good, let's go to your house then one thing can lead to another. It can be some ooh-la-la. Or if he says, no, 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 I don't want to go to your house, and then you say, well, maybe we'll go to your house. And if he says, no, 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 you know, not, it's too soon, then I think Houston, we have a problem. So, yeah. but, but let's give him one last chance. So let's invite him to your house first. He says yes or no. He says no. Inv- let's go to your house. He says no. Then I guess, you know, there's no hope there. Yeah, then maybe that's just not something that... Yeah, there's, yeah exactly, because you can't force that kind of chemistry. So if he's not, I mean, if he doesn't want to be with you or doesn't want you, it's not going to work out. Yeah, I, I definitely need that part in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but who doesn't? So, all right, Leandra, so follow that advice. One last chance. Okay. Good luck to you and thank you for calling. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good night. I mean, here's the question. When is it the right time really to have Ulala at the beginning? How many dates does it take? Let's talk about that next. So let me ask you this. How many dates do you think it takes for you and a new partner to feel that things are going well towards the ooh-la-la, right? Because that's what Leandro, my last caller, said. You know, we go on five dates, nice gentleman, but he has never mentioned going to his house, my house, the bedroom. And I want to know because, you know, she wants to have ooh-la-la with him. And here's it takes. You know, some people say, oh, you should never have Ulala on the first date. Some other people will say, oh, my God, you know, we should take the two, three dates. My take on this one is whenever you feel it, go for it. 
We are adults. We do what we want. Chemistry is magic. There is no right number of dates and wrong number of dates to start to get intimate. But, but, there's some red flags that I need you to know before you make that choice. And that's next. So you met somebody new, you've been on a couple of dates, and you're about to go ooh-la-la, and you wonder, is that the num- right number of dates, or is that, you know, too short, too early, too late? No, no, no. And I said to you, number one, it's about the chemistry. But here's what you should remember. Before you decide to have any ooh-la-la with a new partner, that you will be able to say, I don't regret it. I don't regret doing this too soon. You have to follow your intuition. Those red flags, players, people that are liars, people that will try to play you, All you have to do before you decide to be intimate with somebody is ask yourself, am I ready for this? Is that really what I want for myself? I just don't do it just to please the person. No, I'm going to be intimate with that new person because I really like that new person. It's going to make me happy. That is the basis of why we should be intimate, only because it makes us feel good and it makes us feel happy. Otherwise, abstain and don't do it. And that's my advice on that. Your love stories are next, 855-905-8255. Call me. You know I'm French, and you know I love romantic stories, romantic books, romantic movies. And I even love most when you call me and share your love story with me. So call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Daniel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Daniel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I know by my screener that you have a beautiful love story for me tonight. I do, I do. So I have been dating this wonderful man, uh-huh. and he just did the smallest gesture, which just literally set me over the top. It was just amazing, and I just wanted to share. Okay. So I am originally from the South, and I have been talking just, just randomly, you know, in conversation with him, telling him how much I miss, like, my mom's food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've just kind of said it a couple times. I didn't even think he was really listening. So... One day I came home and the house smelled so wonderful. And he had surprised me by going into my mother's old uh, recipe book that she had passed down to me. Mm-hmm. And he had made six different dishes of my mom. And he had wow. music playing and he had it decorated like it would from home. And it smelled so amazing. It just made me feel like I was home with my mom. And I just thought that was the most amazing, like, just sure. romantic thing that anyone has ever done for me. I totally understand. I mean, you know, listen, I often talk on this show about there is no love without proof of love. And I think, Danielle, that he really showed you his love for you. Yes, I don't think he could have showed it in a better way. Like, you know, it was so personal and he took so much time to do it. Like, it was really amazing. Because it was all about you. Because he knows you and he paid attention to you. That's why it was so, so well done. Yes, he's definitely a keeper. Definitely. All right, Danielle, thank you so much for sharing that story. And good luck to both of you and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. And after that, I want to talk about the recipe of romance. I mean, what are the ingredients that makes you romantic for your partner? Stay with me. That's next. So if you don't know what are the recipe for romance, let me quote my father who's been married to my wonderful mom for almost 55 years. He said to me, when you're in love, Here's what you should do to stay romantic. A, never take your partner for granted, ever. And two, he said, you have to charm, charm them more, charm them again. You can never charm them enough. 
meaning I take your mom to the favorite restaurant she likes, I still buy her flowers every week, I still take her to the theater, I still surprise her, and I never take her for granted. That's one of the most important elements that all of us should remember, that I think sometimes we do the efforts at the beginning, and then as we get to know each other, we become comfortable, and we let that side down, and we take our partner for granted, and everything goes downhill after that. So remember the words of my father, Robert, Charm, charm again, you can never charm enough. I'm going to give you the details of what that means next. So what are the ingredients of romance? I said this famous quote from my father, when you want to be romantic, don't take your partner for granted. Rule number one, right? Don't take your partner for granted. Charm them, charm them more, charm them again. But what does it mean in reality? It means to pay attention, to make your partner feel the center of your attention, that they are the, your priority, that nothing or no one matters most than your partner, that you know them. And it's time like, you know, little gift. It's time like when you cook. It's time when you decide what song to play, that you do it because you know it's going to create an enchanting feeling in the heart and soul of your partner. And that's the definition of romance. Uh, you call that next, 855 905 8255, call me. What's the phone number of the rendezvous when you have a question about your relationship? Just dial 855-905-8255. I'm here. Bonjour, Trent. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Uh, what's happening? Uh, I need your advice on some stuff that's going on in my relationship. All right. We've been dating now, um, I want to say almost a year. And she says I don't open up enough. I don't. Uh, talk to her about my past, whether it be my family or anything like that. And I do want to talk to her about it, but sometimes it's just really hard to get the conversation going. So I'm, I'm asking your advice. How do I do that? How do I start telling her stuff about my life? So what do you think is the resistance, either in your mind or hers, that you would hesitate uh, I definitely think it's in my mind. I, I just think, you know, I, I, I grew up in a broken home, and okay. some of the things are just not easy to talk about, and I'm just very guarded on them. So you would say the reason why you can't open up so easily because you are afraid to be judged? Are you afraid to be rejected? What do you, what do you think is your fear? Um, I, I would probably say judged is okay. really the underlining fear because I know not – Everybody grew up like the way I did, and I think I, I grew up differently. So I, I'm afraid that if I really open up about it, not only will I be judged on it, but it might scare her and she might leave. So you say scared her because you think there's something scary for her or just because it's just too much to uh, process? I, I think maybe too much to process. I don't know if it would be too scary for her. That I guess in lies my whole fear. Okay. Uh, here's the way to do it. Slowly but surely, okay? So when you have some, a big story, when you have a memory from your childhood that it may be very difficult for you to say, and maybe you're not sure if the person can to understand it, you just use the right timing, right? Timing is huge when you tell a story. And the tone of voice you use, speak softly, speak slowly, and uh, be open for questions. But I think it's wonderful that you try. I think that there's some stories you should never share with your uh, partner because they're more for a shrink than for your partner. So that's that's also what I've learned. But there is something beautiful in sharing the most, uh, you know, sometimes difficult childhood stories if we're able to process them as an adult. So you judge this based on 
Like, does she need to know this? Not so much on that would make me feel better to say it because she's not your shrink, but does it would help our relationship and would that help her understand me better? That is what the argument is in your mind for sharing this story or that story. You get my drift? Yes, sir. I appreciate good. it. Anytime. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. You too. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir. It's Simon Marcel. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll never say it enough. I want to thank you for listening to The Rendezvous, and I would like to ask you something. What are you doing while you're listening to my show? I'm really intrigued. You know, we're all over America. It's a syndicated show. So tweet me your answer. Simon, I do this while I listen to you. Uh, you just tweet me at Rendezvous Radio. Another thing that you can do if you miss me, you can always listen to my podcast in between shows. Find it on our Heart Radio app. Very simple. And type La Confession. With such question as, are you responsible for your partner's happiness? When it comes to ooh la 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 la. So go check it out. Great podcast, La Confession. Uh, have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.